folks and welcome back to the fresh faced film bro podcast this is our fifth episode um continuing on the uh edgar wright train i suppose um today we're doing scott pilgrim and uh with us we have a very special guest and a man <laughs> who is kind of an expert in the scott pilgrim department don't, don't <laughs> hide me up like this yeah. don't hide me up um too late me, friend of the pod mutual friend via jacob white um you're welcome Mr. Heath. <laughs> That's me. Let's go. So, yeah. Thanks so much for, for Expert. coming out. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Ex- yeah, I'm obsessed with Scott Pilgrim. I, for some <laughs> reason. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Expert I is it. an understatement. How, how many times have you watched it in this year alone? This letterbox says eight. This is so that's, far this year. Yeah. this year, it says eight, which you said it says eight, which it means there eight, may be more you didn't log. I've probably fallen asleep with it on, yeah. you know, and just didn't <laughs> count. True. So we're wow. like 10, 11, I don't know. I just I first watched, I was like 15. I first watched it and I just I started floating. I don't know what it was. I just Dang. never never been the same since. Yeah, Mace. Wait, no, no. I I viewed it for the first time last night. Mason, you'd seen it before, and then yep, Jacob, same. I watched it for the first time this year, but yeah, I've same. seen it three times since then. So I've watched it oh, wow. four okay. times. Yeah, it's. I loved it right off the bat, but it's grown on me immensely mm-hmm. he's heard me talk about it for the past six months nonstop. So <laughs> it's one of the most rewatchable movies ever i feel like <laughs> as as we've been i mean we watched you know hot fuzz i think was our last one um yeah. and i enjoyed that but i feel like with each subsequent edgar wright film i'm liking more i don't know if you can top better. top that but like this it clicked with me i loved like the first hour and 30 minutes of this movie so much and then well let's talk about we'll talk about the the the, sec, the the final third of the movie like later but yeah this it worked like it, it clicked with me it was great for those who have not seen the scotty who wants to give us the rundown Heath, hey, since I, you're the expert do you want yeah, to give us yeah, the, rundown? Do the rundown um, quick, the quick rundown. little premise so scott pilgrim played by michael Sarah, is a 22 year old white boy in toronto canada <laughs> Uh, he is moping around, pretty depressed for the last year, no job. He broke up with his girlfriend of many years, and now he's dating a high schooler. She's 17, and he's 22. <laughs> it was 2010. Uh, that is legal in but, Canada. Yeah, before we, did, before we start recording, we did. We did. <laughs> Don't defend him like this, bro. <laughs> yeah. it's not right, a, no, not, we're not, not we're not Scott Pilgrim apologizers yet, <laughs> but we're just, yeah. That's Edgar Wright was not out of line. Within you know Canadian federal laws, so <laughs> technically, it's, goodness gracious. But I'm not. I'm not an apologist. I promise. <laughs> while, while Scott's dating his 17-year-old high school girlfriend, Knife Chow, uh, he meets Ramona Flowers, dyed hair, actually his age, uh, you know, <laughs> e-girl of her time, and <laughs> yeah, uh, and he he's got to be with her no matter what. He wants to date her. That's his mm-hmm. goal in life. Ramona yeah. Flowers, all he cares about. Doesn't matter if he's cheating on his high school girlfriend or not. He mm-hmm. wants her and then finds out he has to fight her seven evil exes not ex-boyfriends not exes. ex-boyfriends yeah just exes and that's that's the plot they go many shenanigans ensue whilst fighting ex-boyfriends and girlfriend mm-hmm. yeah. that's about it yeah, yeah it's perfect. a has-been <laughs> maybe my favorite line of the movie <laughs> i mean i think my 
bi- I'm a little bi furious. Yes, yeah. yeah. bi furious. <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's so good. So many great one lines. Bi furious is good. I like that. Mm. But yeah, um, I was just I was super impressed. Obviously, the, the comedy's at the forefront of this, but you know, um, it's Scott has an arc. It's definite. I mean, he's he's not. Okay, Mason, Mason and I have talked about this. Mason doesn't... He's like, man, Scott's a bad person. Scott sucks. And like, okay. yeah, Scott sucks. But also, he grows. And, you know... Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say he's a good person no, by yeah, the end of the movie, yeah. but he's does, better. Yeah, he's does, yeah, does he grow enough? I, I, think, That's the I think the thing that, that we disagree on is that, like... The, the, the issues that you have with Scott's, like, character mm-hmm. as a human impede your ability to appreciate the movie i think no, no I, I mean I, I like the movie okay you know okay, what i mean okay, like yeah. i'm not i'm not that hard on it but mm-hmm. i feel i mean it, it holds it back for me a little bit but yeah. it doesn't ruin the movie I mean, it, it honestly like adds to it it adds to it immensely but the, i mean the main chunk of comedy for me comes from how like whiny and stupid he is yeah yeah the, the, movie, not... the movie knows that uh-huh. yeah it's not the stupidity it's more of like just like knives being pushed aside and then it's just like we're okay with that. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what I Scott, mean. Like, like everyone in this movie just hates on Scott for the entire first half for everything <laughs> yeah, he's no, doing, he's, and he yeah. doesn't care. He ignores him. And yeah, it is. Pretty yeah, I mean, even Wallace is like, like you're too good for him. Run. <laughs> yeah, we get to see uh, Kieran Culkin as himself in this one. Yeah, uh, precursor to his uh, Roman stint Roy. as Roman Roy on the greatest. Uh, corporate drama of Wallace all time. Wallace walked so Roman could run. Yeah, yeah seriously. Did. That's did. true. I'd say Wallace was already running. Wallace, Wallace ran so Roman could run faster. Roman could sprint. There yeah. we go. Run a marathon. This movie has the best cast of all time. It's a, that could be the tagline. That's of it. Of all like, time? Of all time. Yeah, <laughs> just all time, for sure. I, I don't that, know. If, that's a little okay. blasphemous. I would say I, that yeah. much. Of course, but... it's very hyperbolic. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. out of all of Edgar Wright's movies now, if you listen to the last episode, you know I'm a little crazy about the fuzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. I love hot fuzz. <laughs> For what Scott Pilgrim is to Heath, hot fuzz is to me, and hot fuzz is still the king for me in terms of just comedies. Mm-hmm. But in terms of casting, this movie knocked it out of the park, and that's why it's so rewatchable. Is that every character is amazing, even the characters who don't make as big of appearance, like Kim and like Scott's mm-hmm. sister. They're all just so funny and the writing's great quirky and yeah, like likable uh-huh. like they're just they're all and so every amazing. actor actress does an amazing job I was yeah. gonna say it's a combination of like good writing and they fantastic ge- they gel well yeah. uh-huh. Chris uh-huh. Evans is in the movie for those that don't know he plays mm-hmm. one of the exes and he delivers <laughs> my, our, I feel like he's would you His agree this is like our personal date. favorite scene yeah. in the whole movie is Chris Evans um the fight. Yeah. The, yes. Yeah, that's gotta it, be the my best. favorite fight. Yeah, yeah it's, that's definitely it's the, the best, best fight in the movie. Yeah. May, maybe vegan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, it's it, the it's vegan. the best fight in the movie. Yeah, it's the best okay, fight. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah. Chris Evans is over the top. It's it's almost like Hot Fuzz in a way. He's like, it's very over the top. It's He's parodying like action movies, like mm. his character is. Skater Bros. Yeah, like Skater yeah. Bros and stuff. And it's just, the perfect casting because that is like Chris Evans. And I was going to say, Jacob and I were I think it was Jacob that mentioned it last night about um, Chris Evans personal experience on set was that or was yeah, that Mason in an, yeah. in an interview recently he said Scott Pilgrim was the highlight of his career and he like highly treasured his time 
like being on the movie and like how much he loves everyone because he's also reprising his role for the series which is dropping on Netflix soon and he was just talking about how much he loved the experience and it's like the best thing he's ever done and I just thought that was cute yeah and the man's like recently married he like went on a record saying that he tries to do like one project a year to like he's tried to reel it back after Marvel because I mean anybody would be burnt out but the fact that you know he's reprising his role in Scott Pilgrim like the animated series like speaks volumes Mm. to you know it really shows you Scott Pilgrim is number one it reminded him of life it reminded him of life before Marvel yeah it was like uh-huh. the last thing that happened before before he got swept in that's true yeah it was like his last his last glimpse of freedom yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's why he loves it so much wait when was the first soldier that was around that time yeah it was around the time yeah so, so yeah, yeah you're I right mean, yeah. <laughs> he might have been okay after that one <laughs> yeah it was the next year so he, oh yeah. yeah it was 11 yeah. no he yeah he he might not have had to have been ducking crowds and stuff after the first <laughs> captain America. yeah, yeah. but the the casting and just but you got lucas lee you got todd the vegan those two alone. <laughs> yeah. No, the one-two combo of that is it's just unmatched. Back. It's unmatched. Peak villainy yeah. right there. It's peak villainy, but like the jokes that we get in the, in the like what fifteen-minute span. Just bang, bang, it, bang, it, bang, bang, bang. I can't yeah. think of. It works so well because that, it was like the first comic book movie that knew it was a comic book movie. Yeah. So everything was uh-huh. trying to be gritty and realistic, or like have a, another angle on the comic book story. Scott Pilgrim embraced its comic origin. And yeah. like it, they there's it keeps like the cartoon video game logic of the comic, and I feel stupid for not even realizing this until last night. But the aspect ratio in the movie like keeps constantly changing, mm-hmm. and that's like uh, an obvious like reference to like the comic, the comic book panels, panels and yeah. changes like during like dramatic moments and stuff. Yeah, as it's been said, I'm sure a billion times before, it's like literally comic book brought to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they like have like the words like floating around, and there's like the constant like character descriptions are like popping up here and there, and there's just so many little details in it. And I feel like the editing is actually a massive step up from Hot Fuzz. Oh yeah, Hot Fuzz is super jerky, and um, which isn't bad. Which isn't bad, and it fits that movie yeah. well. But the editing in Scott Fuzz is super Scott sm- Fuzz. <laughs> it's Scott Fuzz. <laughs> the editing in <laughs> Scott Pilgrim is so smooth and colorful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But not like not jerky at all. No, it's, it's not jolty. It still no. feels like a fever dream, but you don't feel like you're getting rocked yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, it is still fast. I mean, many it's, of the, it's Edgar Wright though. There's some. There's a lot of great transitions in all of his other movies, but there are so many transitions in Scott Fuzz oh, that will have have me jumping so off the good. couch in yeah. hype. The first two that come to mind is um, when he's like, sort of like going through the motions because he like tries to break up with knives. Yeah, and he's not. So the like transitions to like. Stephen Stills yelling at him to like him being at band practice and then transitions to the sidewalk and then like to the party. Yeah, like, that yeah, transition yeah. was fantastic. That's in like thirty seconds. And yeah, then yeah. the transition from him being in the phone booth to the cafe, like he steps mm-hmm. out of the phone booth. Yeah, and like he's already in the so door of the cafe. Clean. It was so yeah. clean, so yeah. beautiful. It's crazy. Yeah, I will say that going into Scott Pilgrim, I, I was like vaguely familiar of its comic book background, but. The first X that he had to face, like when when he, when he comes started bursting through the ceiling, yeah, like literal, um, I don't know, Avengers level combat <laughs> started ensuing in like a movie that I thought was about like people trying to get a record deal. It, I was, <laughs> it takes you out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it it's took me like, out, but I was like, okay, like anyone I've showed it Scott Pilgrim to, they've made 
like a guttural reaction to uh, Matthew Patel's entrance. That is the best part of showing yeah. people this movie. Yeah, it's, it's their just, reaction to that because they all go, "Huh?" You don't it's, tell it's zero to a hundred. Yeah. It is. No, like, I was so confused. It's quite grounded up until that it point. It works. And like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, Scott Pilgrim just launched a man into the air, punched him like a hundred times, and everyone's just cool with that. That's the thing that happens. All right, yeah. I was expecting it to be like a, I don't know, daydreaming sequence or something, or to, oh, no. to pull it back in, and we find out that he doesn't know how to fight. But no, he's like, no, he kills him. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he kills, kills many yeah. people. He kills yeah. all the exes. All the exes. So, yeah, somehow cool. he can just win. Yeah, they don't never explain it. In no, the comics, never explain. In the comics, yeah. there's like one line. It's like, wow, he must have not known that Scott's the greatest fighter in Canada or something. Like, <laughs> and that's it. You're the only one who's read most of the comic, right? I've, I've read the first two volumes, I think. Oh, okay. Nice. So I'm, I'm catching up. You know, they're, they're where, expensive. Where did you get, like, in the comic? Uh, what, was, what was that translation like from comic to movie? Uh, what did you notice? I reread yeah. the entire first one last night, so that's on my mind. What? Wow. wow. It's not that long. It's like 160 pages. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a one-to-one the first, kind of... The first volume is... It honestly feels like you're just watching the movie with like a few added yeah. scenes mm-hmm. in there. It's not that different, actually. They do a really good job of capturing the entire like first... That's before cool. the first fight and mm-hmm. all that. It's, it's amazing what they did with the movie, honestly. Do you think that the movie honors the art style of the comic? I feel like as much as you can in live action, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, like, I have no complaints on it. Okay. I don't... I don't yeah. like, Give them bigger eyes or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a side by side. They actually like recreate like several shots from yeah, the comics. That's like, they really use like neat. the exact same camera angles yeah. from some of the panels. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, another reason I can't wait for the anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So When's that dropping? November, November something. Oh, yeah. this year. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. For those that don't know, um, Scott Pilgrim is being adapted into an anime on Netflix, and it's like a one to one recreation of the comic like the art style is spot on and everyone from the movie is reprising their role so is it wait is this a show or is this a movie that's a show show, show. S- mm. how's is it gonna be like start and end at this uh, approximately the same like boundaries of, of the movie is it like within the compromise of that story or does it extend beyond the the, cre- the creator of the comic said something like it's gonna be one to one, but like expect some new surprises or something like that. Okay. Yeah, because the movie's like everything. Yeah. So there's not much else to go off of. So mm. it's pretty much just gonna be the movie. Gotcha. Just, okay. I wasn't you know, sure if there more was more fleshed out. Yeah. Okay. The... Just like non canonical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, um, I guess we can get into. Do you want to just go through each X? Sure. Yeah, that, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I don't know if you want to tackle yeah, no, that's it another way. That's a good way to do it, because yeah. then that gets to, because we have a sort of gripe with the yeah. last third of the okay. movie that it directly yeah. deals with how they handle the last couple mm-hmm. X's, so yeah. we can go one way. Do we, do we want to say anything about the introduction before we get to the X's, or do you just want to jump right in? The introduction we, uh, is hilarious. I love the opening credits, for one. Yeah. Mm. There's a little, I don't know if, since you guys have only seen the movie once or twice, um... The oh, the opening credits have so many little details. So like when the actor's name flashes on, whatever's going on in the background, like correlates to the character. Mm, so like, okay. Michael Sarah shows like the bass guitar and like um, the girl who plays Ramona. It's like the colors keep changing because you know she changes yeah, dies every mm. week. And then Kieran Culkin, he's like, it's like a battery draining because one he's really tired. And he's all, but he's also leeching off of other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so he's funny. All, he's always trying to. You know, he's always getting these dudes like. Mm-hmm. Always getting, getting a boyfriend, so he's just mm-hmm. constantly reaching off other people. And then, like, Chris Evans got skateboarding in the background. And even, like, people who are in the crew, 
Like, there's, like, stuff in the background that... And also, every that. name that it shows, like, when Chris Evans, since he played one of the X's, it flashes, like, a two behind his name because he was oh, the second X. Second, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, mean, I think it... believe it does that for everybody. Nice. That's, That's cool. That's cool. Mm. That's neat. Uh, I feel like we didn't talk about Wallace Wells enough yet. I was going to say, yeah, let's give Wallace some love. Kieran Scott's Colvin roommate. Absolutely kills yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, Scott's roommate that they, they share a bed platonically, also with Scott's boyfriend. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> with, <laughs> with Wallace's boyfriends on occasion. There's mm-hmm. all three chilling in the bed. You know how yeah. it is. And he just, he's hilarious. He's just so yeah. gay, so drunk all the mm-hmm. time. Like, what more could you want? And just, like, genuinely hate Scott. Sometimes. Oh, he, sometimes. No, he he, well, he, he loves, loves Scott. He, he no. loves Scott, but he's just he's it d- gives him a dosage of hard reality. I yeah. love that he always calls his sister. And yeah. like yeah. sister. Yeah. <laughs> just like I, I aspire to have a friendship like That's funny. Yeah. I love Wallace when he and... calls her the second time and she's like, You're thinking you're thinking of juggling two chicks at once? Not even. Where'd you even hear that from? Wallace, duh. He's not even conscious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's just like on the literally back. blackout drunk with his <laughs> with cell the phone, phone open. <laughs> just said the text. Right after one of my favorite scenes where Wallace comes in, you know, guess who's drunk? I guess Wallace, you guess right. And then he just and throws the keys directly at Scott's head for no reason. That had to hurt every bro, time I see it. Bro just but doesn't I still, care. I love it so much. Yeah. And then plops right down. This, yeah. He couldn't Man. care less. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim's just amazing. Dude. And, well, you know, he also just steals Stacy, Scott's sister's boyfriend, at the I was going to say, yeah, if during, you were a woman, you better show. watch out for Wallace because he's going to get your man. your man. He's going <laughs> to get your man. man. You're, they, she, he ain't coming back. They literally introduce him as her boyfriend, and then by the end yeah. of that, it's not yeah. anymore. He's in the bed like the rest of the movie. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, this, this, the style and like the, the, the writing of this movie, this might be. You, you might be able to lend it to the comic, but like the first line of the movie is, isn't it just like, uh, Scott Pilgrim was dating a high schooler. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> well, it's like once upon a time in the mysterious land of Toronto, Canada, Scott Pilgrim was dating a high schooler. Yeah. Or something like that. I yeah, feel but, like there's no better way to set the tone of like, okay, that, and then that, you get the reveal least 22. Immediately exactly. After, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and the, the character descriptions, like we mentioned, like pretty much, a you know, a comic text, font um who they are age yeah. stats yeah. you know yeah it's pretty much stuff. yeah everything is Back, fair game so in this movie and it works i mean I, I could think of so many ways that it wouldn't like have been pulled off right but it just yeah it works that and is a thing, good point that about good point. the about the like names of characters popping mm-hmm. up i feel like you you said steven stills earlier and i'm honestly shocked that you remember his name i feel like that's one like strong suit of this movie is that you remember, you remember like all these characters there's like 20 characters mm-hmm. that are all pretty important and i feel like it's pretty easy to remember all their names because they're really unique and you get the you know the pop-ups showing up and but it shows not, how strong the characters are it's not too much like they they real they let it explode at a few points like the style of it but they kind of real they keep it real back for most of it i feel like mm-hmm. And I was actually doing some research, but Universal just kind of attached Edgar Wright to this movie. So um, Connor O'Malley, who's the original author of Scott Pilgrim, he had been like wanting to get a movie made like ever since the first volume came out. Cause he's like, I need money, and like I think they can make a movie. And Universal had Shaun of the Dead had like just come out, and it was a massive success. So they had kind of knew that Edgar Wright would probably play well to the style of the comic, and they're just like, here you go. And he ha- he happened to be a fan of the comic, oh, so. That's awesome. It just the stars align beautifully for him to come yeah. out because I feel like the, if you gave this movie to anybody else, it wouldn't have worked. He's the perfect guy to do it. He really is. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah, yeah. his humor is similar. Yeah, to in comic. other hands, it could have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Okay, folks. Um, little break in the flow of things. So, <laughs> we um we had pretty much the episode recorded, but um I checked Pro Tools, and. I had a CPU overload, and um, due to some uh, 
technical stuff about the audio things, the buffer size. Um, so if you're running Pro Tools, uh, don't run 128 <laughs> samples if you're, if you're recording. So yeah, uh, take two. We are just going to jump right into um, each of the X's. We'll go down the line and uh, try to hit on our favorite points. So starting with Matthew Patel. Matthew Patel. This man comes bursting through the ceiling with his fist and finger point at Scott. He's like, Mr. Pilgrim. <laughs> and it just completely, all sense of reality goes out the window because the movie had been pretty grounded up until that point. And so Ethan made like a guttural reaction to Matthew Patel's entrance. And I feel like that's one of, the, one of my favorite things when showing people this movie is the reaction to Matthew Patel because like you know the X's are coming sort of like they sort alert of. to it but mm -hmm. you don't expect it to happen then and for some people that's when you get really into it or for some people it's maybe when you and you don't yeah. expect it to be just a video game style no boss fight happen in the middle of this yeah. Yeah. the crazy. only heads up that you get is um it's a scene at Wally's house right and yeah. he's on uh, he's on Scott's his on his computer and he gets an email from Matthew uh, Patel Matthew Patel it detailing like the yeah he's like hey, we're, dear Mr. Pilgrim we are gonna fight <laughs> and but Scott just completely ignores it and doesn't care and so when it does happen Wallace you know knows about it so he's like hey Scott it's that guy but he was only on the computer to get a package from Ramona so even even Matthew um like acknowledges that he's like you got my email right I skimmed it mm -mm. oh yeah and then Wallace is like no, yeah. <laughs> you can't skim emails. Wallace is a per personal coach. By the way, yeah, while this is all happening, Wallace is um, making moves. Rizzing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Scott's sister, Stacy's man, Jimmy. Yeah. And she after, turns away and, you know. At the end of the fight, Ramona's like, well, this was fun. Tell your gay friends I said goodbye. Gay friends. And <laughs> Wallace and Jimmy are just making out. They're going hard. Yeah, they're going hard. So, ladies, do not have your man around Wallace because he just has that innate capability of stealing your man so. <laughs> and after scott just kills matthew patel gets his three dollars him and ramona hit the bus <laughs> and they're officially dating they are we get we get back the seinfeld bass intro i gotta accuse us in i gotta give i gotta give um kim some love in the movie every time she's like we are sex bomb her deadpan delivery is just so yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. By the way, one of Scott's exes, and we'll we'll talk about Scott's mysterious Riz. <laughs> <laughs> unexplainable. Yeah, inexplicable. Riz. Absolutely unexplainable. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, Kim, um, member of the band, one of Scott's exes. Yeah, counts him off, and one of my personal favorite mem uh, moments from the scene. But yeah, after after uh, Matthews dealt with oh by okay, first off, okay, when we when we recorded this initially, I I made a <laughs> I made a, a comment about like how jarring it was that um, Scott Pilgrim just knows how to fight. Um, it's it's like the scene in the Matrix where Keanu Reeves goes into like he he uploads kung fu into his brain. He comes out. And he's like. I know kung fu. <laughs> it's, like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. We, yeah, we're thrown it's into never it explained. and we're yeah, we're just expected to accept that Scott Pilgrim is like Bruce Wayne, and he knows every form of you like know a, martial like arts. All movie. of his friends are just cool yeah. with it. Yeah, they're like that's Scott. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> he knows how to fight. Yeah, he plays in a band, and he'll kill you. 
Edgar Wright, who sort of knows everything about movies, I feel like there's mm. special dedication and care into the choreography because I'm sure yeah. he knows a lot about kung fu movies. I'm sure. So he was very conscious and meticulous in how the fight scenes were dealt with. And it's the complete opposite of Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead, where it's very jumpy, mm-hmm. very cutty. And instead, it's very fluid. Like little, it's, it's a little cheesy, but so like in a, a good way. It's a little cheesy, but it's very fluid. and It's very fluid, and it's impressive. Yeah, a lot of, like, one takes. and Like, there's quick there's quick edits, but at the same time, it's very smooth fighting, and it's just, mm, it's so good. I, I think in Hot Fuzz, <laughs> I made a, I, last, last time around, I made a pass about... Um, the action sequences in Hot Fuzz, and I'll say, because the movie wasn't centered around action in Hot Fuzz, they they got away with having gunfights that weren't completely choreographed. Yeah, choreographed, I'd say. Yeah, but I feel like in Hot Fuzz, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't yeah. have to yeah. be, because it's, it's, it's not what it's about. It's but yeah. because the action sequences take such yeah, a forefront in Scott Pilgrim, I mean, you can't afford to, to oh, skimp yeah, on that, sure, and yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, the yeah. action sequences in this film are incredible, and the way they're filmed are arguably even more impressive, like the the, the cinematography of it all, because, I mean, the editing during it is, is also great, and there's mm-hmm. some really cool integration with um, the comic panels while that happens, like, um, not not particularly in, like, the, the comic art style, but, like, in the way that the TV splits into panels the and you split see. screen and stuff yeah. yeah it's it's neat yep and the aspect ratio changing as well as Jacob mentioned mm-hmm. earlier oh yeah 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 very cool um he starts dating Ramona officially but Wallace issues one of his famous ultimatums where he has to break up with knives but Scott doesn't want to because it's hard <laughs> he eventually does though just out of nowhere after knives proudly proclaims she's in love and invites him <laughs> over for dinner and he says what Chinese food <laughs> <laughs> Also, I yeah, love- he says does it. He's a, he says something like, "Oh, yeah, like, and then your he parents, says, do your parents even want you dating outside of your race?" <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Just making up the worst excuses. Wait, is, is Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Yeah, yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus the interracial dating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the other thing, Kim just drops an R word in this movie as well, and just so a lot of things like that. Uh, very 2010. Really? I don't remember that. It's pretty early on. It's, oh, okay. It's a little easy to miss. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it was 2010. Yeah, a lot know. of yeah. this stuff. Yeah. That, there's a few things in this movie that don't fly in 2023, but you're bound to get as as well as the. I was gonna say we we mentioned this. The this film has aged beautifully. It's better now than it ever was. It's so much better. Mm-hmm. The the wardrobe's terrible. Like yeah. I think that's the only thing. That the sharpie shirt is fire. The sharpie shirt is fire. I want that sharpie shirt. I didn't even, sharpie shirt. Excuse me. I didn't even realize he was wearing that until last night. Like <laughs> yeah. I saw that and Mason was like, "Look at that sharpie shirt." I was like, yeah, "Dude, fire. yeah, it's not on. even a real shirt." Sharpie it's just like fire. paid them for him to wear that in the movie. Really? Yeah. For, the, yeah. for like five oh. seconds. That, yeah, that was like sharpie. Sharpie per, just put that in. Perfect like their product placement. Yeah. A lot of a lot of Coke Zero. In like we're talking about it. I also think Fresh Face Film Bro sponsored by Coke Zero. Please. Yeah, uh, please, please, and Sharpie, and yeah. Sharpie. Please give us five star reviews so we can be sponsored. I have to by pay Coke. for college. <laughs> I gotta buy Sharpies. Yeah, please, Sharpie, contact. Yeah, us. please, Coke. Please sponsor us so I can buy Sharpies. <laughs> 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 that doesn't all, sound good. Yeah, all my money is gonna be gone, so I'll need Sharpie to sponsor that me so I can buy Coke. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we? Um, Lucas Lee, Chris yeah, Evans' Lee, character, the goat, the goat, the man himself, the, the the man who's a skater, an action 
actor man legend who they go to watch him on set. He happens to be filming a movie in Toronto. Well, and while he's got a stalker, he's 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 chilling and he's winning. Yeah, and well, he he's, he's filming well, Captain America actually. Yeah, he's <laughs> filming Captain America, and that they learn while they're watching him that Ramona, this is the second X, mm-hmm. and he like points out Scott Pilgrim because he's in the he's in the league. He's like, you don't know about the league. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know about the league, and um, he has, not only is he just ripped and um, such a fantastic actor, he also has many stunt doubles. Mm-hmm. Scott many, has many lost stunt, stunt doubles that Scott has to fight, and sometimes. And, Sometimes. sometimes. He lets them do the wide shots. Sometimes, right? sometimes they do the wide shots when I want to go blaze in my witty. But we, we're all in agreement that this is possibly the funniest best fight. Joke, while yeah. Todd the Vegan might be the best fight. Yeah, one the one-two punch of... Um, what, what's Chris Evans' name? I'm sorry. Lucas Lee. Lucas Lee Lucas and, and Lee. Todd the Vegan. The, it's incredible. Overpowering. Yeah, the, the, the comedy bits within the 15-minute period of those two... Uh, X's, it's unmatched in. I mean, pretty much any. Forget about it. Citizen yeah. Kane, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's cinema. Forget about Apocalypse Now. Have you seen Todd the Vegan? Yeah. <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola retired after Lucas Lee hit that rail. Well, actually, <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola has a new movie coming out, and I heard the only reason he, he made it was because he saw Todd the Vegan and realized he had some more work to do <laughs> yeah. before he had, he had one for that. I'm not done. done. I got one left. Like, I got one. That, that's one a good bit. <laughs> He same goes, with, hold up, I'm coming back. Same with, Mar- same with Marty. He thought about retiring, but when he saw when he saw yeah. Todd the Vegan, he was like, hey, hold up. <laughs> he goes, Leo, De Niro. Vegan, he's like, I'm coming back. <laughs> vegan Academy spinoff. Yeah. It's like the Michael Jordan paper, the, the headline, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm going to the one. heat. Bro, this is, wait, that's two, that's two episodes in a row that I made a Michael Jordan reference. That's crazy. Let's keep it going. Uh, another one, Lucas Lee's one of my one of my favorite parts is when he just it first introduced hopping out of his trailer, very yeah. slow motion, yeah. universal theme playing, and he cracks his neck at the beat, and it's just it's the perfect way boom, to introduce boom. him. You yeah. just, and you, why why are they playing the universal theme? It makes no sense, but I absolutely love it. It's perfect. It couldn't couldn't have picked anything better. They're playing the universal theme because the movie is produced by <laughs> no what it's personal. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I thought it was Paramount. <laughs> we just dated ourselves, huh? Dated, okay, dated as in the date. I got as you. As in, like, okay. I wasn't confused. <laughs> Very, quite confused. There. Lucas Lee fight, right? Are we still yeah. there? Yeah. He meets his demise when Scott dares him to grind down this massive staircase. He's like, it, the rails are garbage. But he's like, there are girls watching. So, of course, he has to do it. Mm-hmm. And he dies because he's going at over 300 kilometers 300 per hour. 300 Double dog bet. And just <laughs> stuff that do... The, the, that guys do in this movie for like just the attention and admiration of women just is, because they're there wild. Just like, they're, wild. <laughs> they're just there and he's yeah. got to go 300 kilometers an hour and explode i mean, well, I mean bro, Scott, that, the, I the mean, bro movie, that's like, life what scott's doing it's, it's literally for a girl like, <laughs> yeah. that's life man yeah but screw then, our biology that's how i got my first girlfriend i went 300 kilometers an hour down a grind rail yeah. <laughs> on some rough rails yeah. <laughs> they were garbage, they were garbage. <laughs> but after the lucas lee fight um Ramona disappears for a little while, and Knives comes back up and sort of questioning Scott. She comes to question Scott at the front door the next morning in the famous scene where Scott jumps out of a window that's like two feet tall and five feet off the ground. The window's closed. The window's closed. Yeah, he breaks it. Which means that he has to break the glass. He he jumps through. He he also jumps up like seven feet. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He just left. 
It's yeah. one of the best physical comedy moments of the last. And yeah. it's shot perfectly where every time that Wallace moves, he shows exactly where Scott is and does not hide him in the slightest every, <laughs> with every movement so, he makes. The yeah, knives knows so exactly. It's so apparent that Scott just broke the window and he comes back to grab his jacket, which he forgot. Yeah. And, and then walks right behind knives. She looks at him like... <laughs> it's obvious. Yeah. And then Scott's ex, Amy <gasps> Adams, reappears. Mm. She's the white woman jump scare in the coffee shop. Ray Larson. Well, du- well, no, we get hit by the. It's a. It's, it's a, a double, double feature. Double white woman yeah. jump scare <laughs> of Ramona coming back in the coffee shop, mm-hmm. and then we see Envy right behind her doing mm-hmm. the exact pose that the poster behind her is. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's a really cool shot. Great it shot. is really shot. Cool. Also, I don't know if this was before the. No, you just go. They'll hear it twice. Yeah, they'll hear it twice. If you hear it twice, whatever. Deal with it. <laughs> this movie's transitions. Oh my goodness! These movies transitions had me jumping off the couch. It like doesn't I'm, get I'm, better. I'm doing the worm like as I'm getting like as I'm doing it. I'm like starting to mosh pit at some of these transitions because they are just so unbelievable. Bro, start hitting the grid. Moshing to Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I'm moshing to the transitions. Bro, he started hitting the grid. They, 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 <laughs> give me that night. The specifically that scene. There's a transition. Jacob started doing the shmoney dance. Yeah, there's, a, there, there's a transition where Scott's in the phone booth talking to um, his sister. And he trans it transitions to him opening the door of the phone booth to him already like opening the door of the coffee shop, and I hit the gritty when I saw that. You got it. That's a gritty moment. It was so hyped, so I had to hit the gritty. And um, there's so many other great transitions, like the sort of in the first few minutes of the movie when he's like dazed and very out of the motions. Out of it right after he sees Ramona and. There's like a transition where Steven Still's face like comes in and when he comes back out they're in the apartment and then it transitions to them walking down the street to the party and then someone walks past them and it transitions to them in the party. Mm, and then just, Scott has to pee. Yeah, <laughs> and let's talk about the pee bar. The pee bar. The infamous pee bar. So much pee in Scott Pilgrim. He 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 goes to pee due to boredom. He has a pee bar that <laughs> empties as he pees. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Um, <laughs> we all know this. We all know the P yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. So was not well versed on the P bar. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's another thing. Uh, later in the movie, around this part where we're talking about right now, um, they go to the show, Envy Adams show, and they completely bomb the opening. And Knives, Knives now knows that Scott's dating Ramona. So to get back at Scott, she dyes her hair blue and gets together with our boy Young Neil. Have we Young talked Neil? about like their breakup yet? Scott. Yeah, we did. Scott and Knives? Yeah. We, only once or twice? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about it? I think it? we just did. Yeah, okay. Just, like like have, second, second round. Yeah, yeah, second, yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, second round. Yeah, second round. We just talked yeah. about it. Amnesia. She invited him over for Chinese food. Yeah. Bro, yeah. whoever edits this. I'll, I'll, no, no, no. It's okay. We're going we're gonna to leave no, it I'm wrong. busy this I, week, not me. I, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to lobby for whoever's editing this just... Leave. <laughs> just, just leave it. The folks are in. Okay. Like they're strapped okay. in, and they're, they're, cut they're right part, with us. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we know that. We could leave it in. No, you're now, gonna now, that, now that we've said it. Yeah, yeah. No, no this is it. it. This is it. This is it. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. leaving that in, dude. Okay. You're like, yeah, we already talked about it. Yeah, leave it in. <laughs> yes, Jacob. The sex bombs. They open for Envy Adams. Just goes horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. Knives. They bomb. Starts dating Young Neil. They sex bomb. They start dating Young Neil, mm. and when Ramona asks Scott to explain the predicament, he slips on his own words and <laughs> combines two senses he had in his brain with, and then creates. I have to pee on her. <laughs> on the seventeenth. And then Stephen. <laughs> and then Stephen Stills 
pees himself at the end of the movie. So yeah, a lot of foreshadowing. Pee. Lot of pee. But lot anyway, of Todd the vegan. I, well, wait, well, I was gonna say it's only coffee. it's only a matter of time before Nashville opens a bar like a spot called the Pea Bar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm there day one. <laughs> uh, the coffee shop scene with Aubrey Plaza is amazing. She's great as Julie Powers. Mm-hmm. Definitely my favorite scene with her, where she every word she says is just you know, and why that wham? Shout out Julie. <laughs> yeah, if you, Aubrey Plaza. If you, if you great. hate Scott and want to see him relentlessly bullied, you're gonna love Julie. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I like her so as much. You should, yeah. <laughs> but after the concert. After Sex Bombs, we get Brie Larson singing uh, Black Sheep. Yep. Mm-hmm. My favorite song in the movie. She absolutely kills it. It's amazing. Yeah. And we get revealed that Todd, Todd the Vegan, was dating, is who cheated, who Envy cheated on Scott with, and Ramona also dated him. And it's just a weird four way thing going on. The yeah. beef everywhere. Nobody likes each other. It's a sideways double date. <laughs> I, I have to mention, we haven't really talked about Young Neil. He's just kind of there. That's basically his whole thing. We love Young Neil. That's, his, that's, that's his like you're thing. talking about a rapper. Yeah, yeah. That's talking a, that, about Young Neil. Yeah, the, the, young gravy. Let me t- let me turn you all on to this Young Neil. Yeah. <laughs> but Young Neil is a great line after the concert. Nice is like, oh, that was so good. He goes, yeah, you should see him live. They're much better live. <laughs> so stupid. thank you, Young Neil. That's great. But thank you, Young Neil. That's that's like the the same um, energy as the. The, the line that I love so much from Hot Fuzz about the that's the bloke that we used to watch for speeding in it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goodness but Todd the vegan yeah then we they get go, all the Todd the vegan, the vegan for a reason. stuff yeah they go backstage they start kind of chirping you know a little chirpy <laughs> yeah start um, inter- she's interrogating R- Ramona but Knives <laughs> is fanboying so hard that Todd just punches her in the face he goes I'm not afraid of the girl I'm a rock star and he punches the highlights out of her hair Literally. Scott is so mad. One of the he, funniest moments of the movie. Yeah. Just he, easily. He, he tries to go in for the punch right off the bat, but since Todd's a vegan, he's automatically better than everyone, and he has mystical powers that he acquired from the vegan academy, and so <laughs> Scott flying into the stratosphere. And Did this movie come academy, out before bro. or after Man of Steel? Before. before. Two before. years before Man of Steel. Really? Three okay. years. Because I was going oh, yeah, to compare years. the fight scenes like the... Two Man of Steel, they're like Man of Steel esque. So, no, like, that's 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 true. <laughs> Zack Snyder was like, bro, Man of Steel. Zack Snyder was taking like, notes in the I'm theaters. Do that. Is that supposed to be a compliment to Scott Pilgrim? Because Man of Steel sucks. <laughs> it's the best movie you ever made. Want to see Zack Snyder's Scott Pilgrim? But um, Todd the Vegan fight. It's so funny. It's so, so great. He's just vegan powers. He's a vegan, and you get it's you know he uses 100 percent of his brain. No curds and whey in there. Yeah. yeah. No. And then <laughs> he tricks him. Well, no, he he starts levitating. So so he hits through a base wall. Battle. Start, yeah, they have a base battle. Mm-hmm. Base off. And there's like really base. cool graphics where like you can see the sound waves. It's like the the um when the Harry Potter and Voldemort like lock the yeah, like yeah kind of like that. But it's just base. Yeah, Wait, it's, bro, just, it's like all that? sound waves. Scott, Scott's, <laughs> getting absolute, Scott's getting Molly like by Todd the Vegan, and the only way he knows how to do it, how to finish him off, he, he pulled the Prince's him, Bride. He he gives him coffee. <laughs> he gives him coffee of half and half instead of the soy milk. Yeah. Which then prompts the vegan police to come crashing through the door and lift off, list off um, his crimes. Like, Every crime yeah, against like, God, I get more than one strike. <laughs> <laughs> crimes against veganity. Crimes against veganity and. Not only did he, this man drink half and half, he, he ate gelato and chicken parmesan. He didn't know chicken wasn't vegan. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, not the chicken parm. <laughs> so he gets hit with the de-veganizing ray. No longer a vegan. And Scott hits him with the iconic line of "You once were a vegan, now you will be gone." Oh, and butts him straight to death. Mm. Straight spitting bars. 
And then afterwards, they go to the after party where they run into Roxy. Is that her name? Yeah. Roxy. Ramona's first evil ex-girlfriend. She said, not, ex, she said, not seven ex-boyfriends. She not said, seven I was a little bi-curious. And Roxy says, well, I'm a little bi-furious. So Ramona, <laughs> Ramona and Roxy duel off. Great choreography in that An one. Amazing play. Ramona's so, got a giant hammer. Roxy has some razor whip chain belt that she just is destroying. It's very cool. I mm-hmm. love that fight so much. But Scott has to be the one to be able to defeat Roxy, so Ramona starts using him as like a puppet. And because, because Scott is not a rock star... <laughs> he will not hit Roxy, so he yeah, needs he help from Ramona. He's not vegan. He can't hit women. Yeah. <laughs> and after after this fight, Scott gets a little angry, and he's like, man, I'm just ty- tired of fighting all your exes, and Ramona drops the bar of... You're just another evil ex waiting to happen. Which, okay, that's that's Ooh. like pretty manipulative. That was, that was a low bro. She's not well, a great person. Hey, everyone in this movie's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Ramona's not great either. You hey, know? what did my boy Young Neil do? <laughs> hey, oh, I forgot about OG. Young hey, Neil, bro. Hey, Young hey Neil except Neil. for Young Neil. Neil's better live. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's better live. And, um, yes. But this lights the fuel for Scott to defeat the rest of her seven evil exes. And they have an amp to amp battle versus the Katayamaga. Katayamaga twins, I believe. Maybe the most boring scene in the movie. They do not have any lines. They're just there. They're there. They're the most glossed over group of exes. That scene sucks. Sorry. It's it's literally a Digimon battle. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) If somehow they got big dragons coming out, then Skeksis hits a button. They have a giant gorilla. They fight. They don't explain a second of it. It also just doesn't last long enough. It's It's like 48 seconds, maybe. It's fine. It, it, it doesn't hurt. The important thing is that we're introduced to Gideon. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, Jason yeah. Schwartzman. The goat. The goat. Great, greatest villain. Two two great villains in <laughs> uh, the spot in Spider-Verse. You know, just got to plug that. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Scott Pilgrim. I was like, no. no. The spot and Gideon Graves. Man, does it all. No, mm. we were talking about it. Um, Gideon's... Jason. I think Jason Schwartzman's Gideon is good. He yeah. is good. However, he's, um, he could have been a little more over the top. I feel yeah. like it's almost a little too reserved. Yeah, because you you get so crazy yeah. with Todd the Vegan and say, Lucas Lee. It would have been really cool if we saved either one of Todd or Lucas Lee for last, because that would have been or such penultimate. A... No, I mean like literally, literally. The last. Okay, I mean yeah. like yeah, uh, you'd have to change the pr- yeah that like would screw with the comic and like the um, it wouldn't happen. But basically, I feel like Gideon just wasn't as interesting. As, he could have been done better for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was the the bit about you know him being the um, what, what's it called the um, the Rick Rubin, yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 I guess so. the producer of the Millennium, yeah, in the indie producer. I was of the looking for A and R, like artist of repertoire. I mean, he like goes and oh, signs yeah, bands, yeah. but yeah, sure, we'll go with Rick Rubin. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's basically Rick Rubin. Yeah, he doesn't the, do anything. He's the Rick Rubin. So G Man is, um, excuse me, Gideon is the G Man that Steven Sills has been talking about that they're trying to get the record deal from. So. Not only does Gideon steal Ramona back from Scott, he signs Sex Bobomb to a record deal, and then Young Neil gladly takes Scott's spot as the bass player, kicking he Scott out. He can't be in it with that douche in charge. He can't. Yeah. He cannot. So. And then Steven proceeds to piss himself. Yeah, he does. And then afterwards, Scott, moping around. Not, not only does he not have anyone anymore, Wallace lets him know that he's going to have to leave his apartment because he's going to need his bed tonight for sex. And he's <laughs> also going to need it for... <laughs> the rest of his life. The rest of his life. And, and the, rest thinking, of the rest of the year. And and the for rest the rest of, of the life, year. Yeah. So not only does this man have no more friends and nobody, but he's also being evicted. But <laughs> Wallace overhears the phone call of Gideon explaining that he's the one that started the League of Seven Evil Exes. And put Scott through the ringer. So Scott 
pulls up to the chaos theater and the guards there asking for the password and he goes uh, and they're like all right cool you're in and that's it one of my favorite scenes <laughs> i wish it was that easy it, it was for him yeah. Yeah. Scott, man, okay life is so easy for scott pilgrim i think we should just get that like that man's a walking w <laughs> well he got a w riz yeah he doesn't have to, he doesn't have, to have a job he, he leeches off of wallace in his apartment and, and just still gets got the, ladies lining up i know it's yeah, crazy. well, we, we're he's got to teach a master class. <laughs> he's Scott's gonna do a, a skill share on. <laughs> he's gonna be up there with Tom Cruise and Magnolia. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't get the joke. <laughs> hopefully I we do. Seen Magnolia. Yeah, you gotta. Hopefully that's an episode down the pipeline. Magnolia. But it'd be a long one, right? Yeah, it's gonna be like ten hours. That's long. a long one. It's a long one. Do yeah. not invite me back for that. <laughs> <laughs> you you like Magnolia though? I could not talk about it for that long. Really. Oh wow! Oh wow! Uh oh! <laughs> Wait, you like it though? Right? I do like it. It's just got so much going well, on. We're gonna back it up and let him throw it down. So I'm just gonna sit back. Yeah. Ethan, Jacob, I'm just gonna talk. Oh about yeah, yeah. This is yeah. now the Magnolia podcast. Yeah, so. you wanna, you I want to hear the PTA hot takes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> not now. Not now. <laughs> yeah, we gotta wrap this Man, up. No, that's a whole other. Yeah. Okay. Punch truck love sucks. <laughs> don't even know. I've only seen Magnolia. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. I'm about to. I'm about to lunge. I'm about to lunge, I'm lunge at you with this couch. <laughs> duke it out but anyway okay, yeah. scott scott goes to the chaos theater and at first uh, he wants to fight gideon but he learns the, ramona yeah he, he learns the power of love and the power of self-respect he gets killed by gideon but then he learns he's his he harry potter a, moment yeah he's where he he's talks a, to dumbledore and he's then, acquired and other he says, lives i don't want to fight her the abyss i don't want to fight her for i don't want to fight you for her i want to fight her for me no yeah something like that. oh yeah like he that. goes to the rango place yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the he desert. Said it looks like Rango. <laughs> it is Rango. Johnny Depp was there. <laughs> Ramona has a great Ra- Ramona has a great line during that part where she's like, "Like Gideon never paid attention to me when we were together. I was more alone with I was more alone with him than I was single. And mm-hmm. when I finally left, that's when he started paying attention. And we were all like, Ooh, "Real deep, yeah, that's, deep. that's crazy, bro." And uh, so he's like, I'm fighting you for me. And then Scott proceeds to kill about 15 people in yeah. cold blood. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, and never by the explained. way, there's a, a fantastic like aerial shot above Scott's head as the, the fight like scene's happening. It's one very, of the coolest shots. Very Kill Bill-esque. Oh, it's so it is kind of cool. It's probably it reference. I will Kill say Bill, that yeah, the, the is, cinematography yeah. in the final fight is incredible. And, and the choreography, too. I mean, both both are firing on all cylinders. Yeah, a lot of sword fighting. It's very yeah, cool. A lot of sword yeah, fighting. it made me think of Kill Bill, for sure. And then, at the end, Knives comes in. He lets he drops the news on Ramona and Knives that he cheated on both of them. They A little bit of character growth. A little bit of character growth. It's they jo- they join forces and beat up Gideon. And then there's Evil Scott that he must fight. Now, for those that don't know, the comic had not, actually not finished whenever this movie is being made so the part with Gideon at the end was completely original to the movie they had so, a very very rough notes from they had very the rough artist, notes to, the, uh, the author they had very rough notes on what was going to happen so Evil Scott in the comic is actually kind of like a big is like the big thing that happens at the end mm. but in the movie it's just sort of like a one-off gag where there's Evil Scott but because it's Scott they become friends yeah. and Can they leave the chaos theater and Ramona says I have to stop running away from my problems and Leave Scott, but then Knives is like, "That's the girl you love. Go after her." And then they hold hands into the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Ori- original, alternate ending was shot with Knives. Scott and Knives end up together, yeah. which I do not like at all. And I'm really glad we didn't get uh, that. I agree. Might uh, be I, a hot take. I, I, I disagree. He disagrees. <laughs> She's 17. Mason, Mason wanted um, Scott to date the 17 year old. <clears throat> let's, let's get that on the record. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Can we make, yeah, thanks, we'll make this the snippet. Hey, why don't you? Hey, 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 no. If you can do that, if you can do that, why don't you tell? Hey, why don't you tell? Those are police sirens. Tell the audience. Yeah, open up. Just come crashing through the window. Why don't you tell the audience? Police are here to arrest me. Evil Scott. Tell the audience what his name is. Go ahead. Say it. Say you Scott's name. Go ahead. That'll be the snippet. Got him. Objection, Your Honor. Let's uh, leading go. the witness. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, baby. We back. <laughs> go ahead, tell him. <laughs> can't talk about evil Scott in twenty twenty. You cannot. <laughs> I do want to talk about how. Um, <laughs> Bro, we just clipped out the wazoo. <laughs> the, the final boss would have been a Got little crazy. bit better if it had some some Dane DeHaan in it, you know. Dane DeHaan would have been great, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Dane DeHaan should have been Scott Pilgrim. What can yeah. I say? <laughs> he has, no, I love he has the vibe no. of the movie. He has. He wouldn't have been nearly as good as Michael Sarah, though. I feel, definitely has an easy. I feel like he would have been a great. He could have been. A, yeah, oh, he would have yeah. been a fantastic. That would have been super grungy. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, just replace the Kaninage <laughs> twins with him. <laughs> we don't need him. Yeah, Dane DeHaan. Two, and he, two he could have had like a levitating. He could have thrown like the, the pumpkin bombs at him. It's just him from Amazing Spider-Man yes. 2. Nothing yeah. different. It's yeah, just, nothing different. You're a fraud, Spider-Man. <laughs> no way I need Spider-Man's blood. <laughs> I need Scott Pilgrim's blood. <laughs> I need Scott Pilgrim's pee. <laughs> I think we need to end it. I think we need to end it. I, it's only getting worse. He went Scott Pilgrim to pee on him. <laughs> Why does, why does every episode have to be a uh, Dahan, though? <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we'll be back for the Dahanathon soon. <laughs> in, in conclusion, Scott Pilgrim's amazing. Dane Dahan should have been Scott. And every X. <laughs> and every X. Oh and Ramona. Thank well, you for watching. Not? Cue the outro music. <laughs> See you next time. No you way time. we cut that, Folks, back to one last time, I promise. This episode's been all over the place. We've recorded it twice. But you know what? We're here, and we did it. Yep. Quick shout-out to our new Instagram. Yeah, oh yeah, we've got a new Instagram. Follow us. Um, Yeah, it's just the fresh-faced film, bro. Uh, Check us out. Drop us a follow, please. Also, um, if you could leave a like on whatever platform you're listening on, we would so, so appreciate that. Um, gotta give some love to Heath for coming down. He's hey, from Scott uh, Pilgrim's biggest fan. Cookville. Thank you. Cookville. And yeah. it's our our half drive. Yeah. Not crazy. not particularly close, but you know what? He made yeah, the drive. I, I gotta He's talk here. about Scott. Yeah. We talked about him twice. Well, twice. We did a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I think we did a pretty thorough job. Um, we're gonna have all of our socials plugged in the descriptions below. Um, if y'all got anything else, follow me on Letterboxd, Heath four twenty. What does the four twenty mean? Don't ask. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Thank you to our listener in Indonesia. Thank you to our listener in Australia. Thank we you to South every Korea. listener South matters. Korea. South Korea. Um, mm-hmm. We don't We're care about the American listeners. Do y'all hear that? Sounds like outro music.